Section 25 of Lives of the Ancient Philosophers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Lives of the Ancient Philosophers by Francois Fenelon. Diogenes, Part 2. An infamous eunuch, having caused it to be written on the door of his own house, nothing bad enters here, Diogenes exclaimed, Then which way does the master of the house enter? Some philosophers, wishing to prove to him that there was no such thing as motion, Diogenes got up and began to walk about. What are you doing? asked one of the philosophers. Refuting your arguments, replied he. When someone spoke to him of astrology, he asked him if it was long since he returned from the sky. Plato, having defined man to be a two-legged animal without feathers, Diogenes plucked a cock and, hiding it under his cloak, took it with him to the academy, then, drawing the bird from under his cloak and throwing it in the midst of the assembly, he exclaimed, Behold the man of Plato! Plato was obliged to add to his definition that this animal had long nails. As Diogenes was passing through Megara, he observed that many of the children were quite naked, but that all the sheep were well covered with wool. It is much better, said he, to be a sheep here than a child. One day, when he was eating, he saw some little mice picking up the crumbs under the table. Ah, cried he, Diogenes nourishes parasites as well as other people do. Coming one day out of the bath, he was asked if there were many men there. He answered, no. But, said they, is there not a great number of people? Yes, replied he, a great number of beings of some sort. He was entreated to go to a festival, but he would not, because he had been at one the day before, and had not been thanked for his company. A man carrying a piece of timber inadvertently ran against him, and then called out, Take care! What? said Diogenes, are you going to strike me again? Some time afterwards, meeting with a similar adventure, he gave a blow of his stick, to the person who ran against him, and said, Take care yourself. He was one day so soaked with rain that the water dropped from every part of his cloak. Those who saw him expressed great compassion for his uncomfortable situation, but Plato, who passed by chance, said to them, If you wish him to be truly unhappy, you need only go away and not look at him. A man having one day given him a box on his ear, I did not know, said he, that I ought to walk in the streets with my head armed. Another time, being asked what he would take for a box on his ear, a helmet, replied he. Midas, one day, gave him several blows with his fist, saying to him, Go and lament. You shall have three hundred pounds to make you amends. The next day Diogenes took an iron gauntlet and gave Midas a violent blow on the head with it, saying, Now go yourself and complain. 
you shall have the same amends you promised me lysias the apothecary asked him if he believed in gods how can i not believe in them answered he since i know that they have no other enemies than such as yourself seeing a man washing in hopes of purifying himself unfortunate man said he do you not know that were you to wash till to-morrow that would neither prevent you from making faults in grammar nor cleanse you from your crimes seeing a child in an indecent posture he ran to his preceptor and striking him with his stick asked him why he did not instruct his pupil better a man showed him one day a horoscope he had been making it is something very fine said diogenes but will it prevent us from dying of hunger he blamed those who complained of fortune men said he are always asking for what appears good but never for that which is really so diogenes was very well aware that many approved his life but as few tried to imitate him he said he was a dog much esteemed but none of those who praised him had courage enough to follow the chase with him he reproached those who were terrified at their dreams with not paying any attention to their thoughts whilst awake and examining with superstition all that passed in their imaginations whilst asleep one day as he was walking he saw a woman in a litter and said so wicked an animal ought not to have such a cage the athenians loved and respected diogenes they caused a young man to be publicly whipped for breaking his tub and gave him another hearing everybody extol the happiness of callisthenes who was every day at the table of alexander as for me said diogenes i think callisthenes very unfortunate if it be for nothing but having to dine and sup every day with alexander crates did everything he could to attract him to his court but diogenes told him he had much rather eat only dry bread at athens than live sumptuously in his palace perdicas carried his desire for his society so far that he even threatened to kill him if he would not come and see him you will not achieve any great action in doing that replied diogenes the least little venomous animal could do the same thing and i can assure you diogenes wants neither perdicas nor his grandeur to enable him to live happily alas cried he once the gods are very liberal to grant life to man but all the pleasures attached to it remain unknown to those who only think of good eating and perfuming themselves observing a man having his shoes put on by a slave you will not be content said he till he wipes your nose of what use are your hands another time seeing judges taking away to punishment a man who had stolen a small sum from the public treasury those are great thieves leading a little one said he he compared an ignorant rich man to a sheep covered with a golden fleece one day he began to scratch himself in the middle of the market would to the gods cried he 
that by scratching myself I could satisfy my hunger when I choose. Going into a bath, he saw a young man making very skillful but not very modest movements. The better you do, said he, the more blamable you are. Another time, walking through a street, he saw an advertisement on the house of a prodigal, which showed it was to be sold. I knew, said he, that excessive drunkenness would oblige your master to vomit. One day, a man reproached him with his exile. Ah, poor unfortunate man, said Diogenes to him, I am glad of it. It is that which has made me a philosopher. Another said, a short time afterwards, The Sinopians have condemned you to perpetual banishment. And I, replied he, condemned them to remain in their own horrid country, on the shores of the Pontus Euxinus. He often prayed to statues. When asked the reason, he replied that it was to accustom himself to be refused. When his poverty obliged him to beg, he said to the first he met, If thou hast ever given anything, do me the same favor, and if thou hast never bestowed anything before, begin with me. When asked how Dionysius treated his friends, As we do bottles, said he, which we take care of when full and throw away when empty. Observing a spendthrift in an inn who only ate olives, he said to him, If you had always dined thus, you would not now sup so badly. He used to say that unruly desires were the sources of all the misfortunes that attend the human species, that virtuous men were like the gods, that the belly was the gulf of life, that a polite discourse was a thread of honey, and that love was only the occupation of idlers. He was one day asked which was the most unfortunate state, that of being alone, old and poor, answered he. Liberty he valued as the best thing in the world. When asked what beast bit hardest, amongst wild beasts, said he, a slanderer, and amongst tame, a flatterer. He saw one day some women hanging from olive branches. Ah, would to the gods, cried he, that all trees bore the same fruits. A man asking him what was the proper age to marry. When young, replied Diogenes, it is too soon, and when old, too late. When asked why gold was such a pale color, it is because it is so closely allied to envy, said he, being pressed to send after his slave Manes, who had fled, he said, It would be very ridiculous that if Manes can do without Diogenes, Diogenes could not do without Manes. A certain tyrant, having asked him what marble was the most proper to make a statue with, he replied, That with which those of Harmodius and Aristogiton, the great enemies of tyrants, are made. One day, Plato explained his ideas, and spoke of the form of a table and a glass. I see very plainly a table and a glass, said Diogenes, but I do not know the form of either. That is very likely, said Plato, 
for to see them you need only have eyes but to know the form of them you must have sense diogenes being asked what he thought of socrates said he was a fool seeing a young man blush courage my child said he that is the color of virtue two lawyers chose him for their arbiter he condemned them both one because he had stolen what he had been accused of the other because he complained of wrong when he had lost nothing that he would not have stolen from another he was one day asked why more money was given to cripples than to philosophers it is replied he because those who give to them expect to become cripples sooner than philosophers somebody asked him if he had no servant no replied diogenes then who will bury you asked the other he who wants my house replied diogenes a certain man reproached him for having formerly coined base money it is true replied diogenes that i was once what you now are but you will never be what i am he went one day into the school of a certain master who had only very few scholars but was surrounded with statues of the muses and the graces and other divinities you have a large party of disciples here said diogenes if we reckon their godships in the number being asked what country he belonged to he replied that he was a citizen of the world meaning that philosophers ought not to be attached to any country in particular happening to meet a spendthrift one day he asked him for a mina how said the spendthrift do you only ask an obelisk of others and a mina of me i do replied diogenes for this reason others may give me something more another time but i doubt much whether you will ever again have the ability to do so being asked if death were to be deemed an evil how can it be so he replied when we are not even sensible of it when it happens diogenes saw once an awkward person who was going to shoot at a target he ran instantly and put his head before the mark he was asked why he did so it is for fear he should hit me he replied when diogenes was told that most persons ridiculed him what does it signify answered he if i know myself to be laughed at and perhaps asses mock them when they grin and show their teeth as if they were laughing but said they people do not care for asses and i answered he care as little for those people he was asked why he was called dog it is said he because i fawn upon those that give to me that i bark at those that give me nothing and that i bite the wicked another time he was asked what kind of dog he was when i am hungry said he i am of the greyhound kind i caress everybody but when i am full i savor of the mastiff and bite all i meet he saw one day anaximenes the rhetorician who was very corpulent give me a little of your corpulency said he you will do me a great pleasure and at the same time will free yourself of a heavy encumbrance 
when he was reproached for eating in the streets and the markets it is said he that hunger seizes me in those places as well as everywhere else as he returned from lacedaemonia to athens he was asked whence he came i come from men answered he but i return to women he often compared handsome courtesans to excellent wine mixed with poison he used to call them the queens of kings because they obtained from them all they wished a certain man was admiring the great quantity of presents that was in a temple of samothracia there would be many more said diogenes if all those that have perished had made offerings instead of all those that have saved themselves one day as he was eating in the middle of a street several people assembled themselves around him calling him a dog it is you that are dogs said he for you surround a man merely because he is eating a miserable wrestler who was starving in his profession bethought himself at last of turning physician diogenes met him and said you have now a fine opportunity of revenging yourself on those that have beaten you formerly as he was walking one day he perceived the son of a courtesan throwing stones in the middle of a crowd my child said he take care that you do not hit your father a man asked him once for a cloak which he had that belonged to him if you have given it me said diogenes it is mine by right and if you have only lent it me i am now using it wait till i have done with it when he was reproached for drinking in public houses he used to answer if i want shaving am i not to go to a barber's shop he heard one day that a man was praised for having given him alms it is i that ought to be praised said diogenes for having merited them when he was asked what profit he had derived from his philosophy he replied if it has only enabled me to suffer all the evil that may happen to me i should have reason to be satisfied when he heard that the athenians had declared alexander to be bacchus he said to him laughing why do you not make me serapis he was reproved for lodging in dirty places the sun said he shows itself in places that are a great deal more dirty yet they do not spoil his beams a certain man said to him how can you who know nothing be so bold as to rank yourself with the philosophers even though i had no other merit he answered than that of imitating the philosopher that would suffice to prove me one one day a young man was introduced to him in order to become his disciple his friends said all the good of him imaginable that he was wise strictly moral and abundantly well informed diogenes listened very patiently to all that was said as he is so accomplished answered he he does not want me why then do you bring him to me entering the theatre once as everybody was leaving it he was asked his reason for so doing he said it was what he had resolved to do all his life 
Dionysius, the tyrant, after having been dethroned, returned to Corinth, where poverty obliged him to teach youth to prevent himself from starving. Diogenes, hearing the children screaming, went one day into his school. Dionysius thought that Diogenes was come to console him in his misery. Diogenes, said he, I thank you. Alas, you see in me an example of the inconstancy of fortune. Wretch, answered Diogenes, I am surprised to see you still alive. You, who have done so much harm in your kingdom, and I plainly see that you are not a better schoolmaster than you were a king. Observing some women who were propitiating the gods in order that they might have sons, you think more about having sons, said he to them, than that they may prove honest men. Hearing a young man of highly prepossessing appearance make use of indecent expressions, are you not ashamed, said he, to draw a sword of lead from an ivory sheath? He used to say that those people who exalted virtue, yet never practiced it, were like musical instruments, which produced sweet sounds without having any sentiment. A man said to him one day, I am not fit for philosophy. Why do you live then, miserable wretch, said he, since you despair of ever being able to live as you ought? Another time, he perceived a young man doing something very improper. Are you not ashamed, said he, thus to abase the manhood which nature gives you? He used to say that almost everyone lived in servitude, that slaves obeyed their masters, and the masters their passions, that everything consisted in custom, that a person accustomed to live delightfully in luxury and in pleasures could never withdraw himself from it, and that, on the contrary, to despise a luxurious life was a real pleasure to those who were accustomed to live in a different way. To such a height did he carry his cynicism that he considered modesty as a weakness, and he was not ashamed to do the most indecent things in public. If supping be a good thing, he used to say, why not sup as well in the middle of a market as in a room? He was asked where he would like to be buried when he died. In the open plain, said he. How, answered someone, do you not fear to serve as food for birds of prey and ferocious animals? A stick must be placed near me, said Diogenes, so that I may drive them away when they approach. But, said they, you will not be sensible of it. Well, then, what will it signify if they devoured me, answered Diogenes, as I shall not feel it? Some say that at ninety years of age he ate a neat's foot raw, which caused so great an indigestion that he died of it. Others say that, finding himself growing old, he held his breath, and in that manner caused his own death by voluntary suffocation. His friends came the next day and found him enveloped in his cloak. They uncovered him, thinking he was not asleep, for he never slept very soundly, but they found that he was dead. They disputed amongst themselves who was to bury him, and were very near coming to blows about it, 
but the magistrates and elders of corinth arrived in time and appeased them diogenes was interred near the gate which led towards the isthmus near his tomb they erected a monument on which they placed a dog of parian marble the death of this philosopher happened the same day that alexander died at babylon in the one hundred fourteenth olympiad diogenes was honored with several statues erected to him by private persons after his death with appropriate inscriptions end of section twenty five recording by linda johnson